0: Again, thank you for listening, and we're excited to see what is next in your life.
1: We are an ever-evolving community of visionaries, dreamers, and doers who have been called by God to live the lives that we were created to live, commanded by God to love beyond the limits of our prejudices, and commissioned by God to serve. Called to live, commanded to love, and commissioned to serve. And if you can't remember all that, FCBC, what three words can you say? Live, love, and serve. Amen, amen. If you would open your Bibles, your Bible apps, whatever you may have, Google it and turn with me to chapter 40 of Isaiah. Chapter 40 of Isaiah. And we will be reading verses 27 through 31. Chapter 40 of Isaiah. Verses 27 through 31. Amen. The scripture reads, Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by my God. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is everlasting. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strength to the powerless. Even youth will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen? Won't you join me in a moment of prayer? Gracious God, we are just here with the spirit of gratitude. And before we ask you for anything, we must first thank you for everything. Everything that you've done in the past, everything that you're doing now in our lives, and everything that we know that you're going to do in our futures. We just ask that you continue just to be here for us, God, in this moment, in this season. Just continue to let your presence be known to us, Lord. Continue to do what you're so well at doing, God. Continue to uplift us. Continue to encourage us. Continue to give us that push that we need to keep moving forward. And we will be so grateful and thankful. Now let your spirit fall afresh on this place. Let your spirit fall afresh on the places of everybody who is watching today. Somebody tuned in because they needed to hear a word from you today, oh God. Somebody tuned in wanting to give up and just needed to know that you were still here, still working in their lives. Somebody needed to know that your love was still there. So we ask that you show up and show out the best way that you know how. Work in this place. Let your words come forth and not my own. We'll be so grateful and thankful. It's in your name we pray. We say Amen. 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 FCBC, we live in a world that is centered around strength. We we live in a world that that has a selfish pride in its strength and its accomplishments. We live in a world that prides itself on being able to to do anything it sets its mind to each and every day. Humanity seems to be advancing in some way, shape, or form, A, a world where communication can be made in an instant, where we can talk and see each other over mobile devices, a world where information is at our fingertips, a world where uh, we have done amazing things such as put men on the moon and have continued to send men to space and even, we're going even further out there. We live in a world that has so much power and seem to have so much strength to do many things, but FCBC, in a world full of so much power and full of so much strength, where is your strength? Where is your strength, FCBC? Is it in things of the world? Is it in material things? Is it wh- Where is your strength? Many of us often do not consistently feel strong enough, and we often look to other things to put our faith in and try to get strength from. We put our faith in material possessions. Is your strength in the cars you have or the clothes you wear or the jewelry you have? Is it in those you consider family or friends, those people who you put your trust into, that you look to strength in times of weakness. But the problem is too often we put our trust into things that don't deserve them into people who haven't earned it yet, and often we are let down. We put our trust into elected officials who should be equipped to handle things such as global pandemics, but often we are let down. We put our trust in a justice system that ought to have our best interests at heart, but often we are let down. We put our faith in those who are supposed to serve and protect, but instead kill and destroy, and once again, we are let down time and time again. But the FCBC, is good to know that in a world where we live in the midst of things that are consistently inconsistent, there is someone who consistently is there for us and consistently never lets us down. The consistent present in our lives that makes a lot of things better, and that person is God. And it is, God, that we must always put our trust in for strength during times of weakness, during times of darkness, during times we feel down, and just not times when we are happy and times when we are in the light. Family, the Bible is full of examples of God's people placing their trust in God and finding out that God indeed is faithful and finding that God indeed gives strength to those who wait upon God. We can think of the Israel's victories over the Egyptians or the great victories Israel experienced in their journey through the wilderness as they were about to take over the promised land. And who can forget uh, those great figures like Samson, who, when they relied on God and put their trust in God, when they were faithful, God strengthened them in their times of weakness in order to perform their duties Of course, for Samson, when he stopped relying on the Lord and got consumed with all that he thought he was doing and lost sight of what really was the core of all of his strengths, he lost his strength in that moment. Samson got consumed by his pride, consumed with all that he thought he had accomplished on his own. He was so consumed that he actually believed that his strength came from material things such as his hair. And when he gave up that secret of his strength, Delilah cut his hair and his strength, was taken from him because in that moment the trust was not in God providing the strength but in himself. The Bible is full of all kinds of examples, but of course, when we think of those examples, what we need to realize is that when we see God working, God is not really working with us physically. God is more so working on us spiritually. These, fizzle, these victories are physical, but it is the spiritual strength that leads to those victories because it's not all about your physical strength and attributes. It's not all about what you can do on your own. It's not about what's on the outside, but what is on the inside instead, family. What you got going on inside of you is much more important. You can put whatever front on the outside that you want, give off the idea that you have strength. You can buy all the material things that you think make you look strong, but if you are not strong spiritually and not strong on the inside, it doesn't matter what you got going on on the outside. Only when our spirits are strengthened by God can we then be strong enough to fight those battles that we thought we could not win before. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. We are proud beings, FCBC. We don't like to see ourselves as having fault. We don't like to admit our shortcomings. We don't like to be seen as imperfect And we will do our best to cover up any perceived weaknesses with whatever we can find. We like to hide our weaknesses behind things in order to give off that image of strength. But the fact is, and it's brought up in the text, the idea of strength is that we are renewed. And that implies that we have weakness. There is weakness in us. And no matter how strong you think you are, at some point in life, you will come to a place where your strength will give up and your strength will wear down. It doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. In fact, the text makes a point to let us know that even those who are young in age can be weary. And once again, once that happens, we struggle. And when I, I say we, I, let me break off and just speak to my age group real fast. And even those a little above my age group who feel that just because we got everything all together on the outside and have the appearance of success and think that because we are in the primes of our lives that we cannot succumb to weakness One of the main problems with this generation that many people struggle with is being real or keeping it real. Even though we see ourselves as grown, some of us are still playing dress up and imagining ourselves as something that we are not and hoping that what we put on and what we see ourselves as in the mirror will cover up all the issues, cover up all the weaknesses as we try to hide all our problems that we have with ourselves. But it doesn't matter what you use to cover it up. It doesn't matter how you dress up. It doesn't matter how much makeup you put on, how much? How big your muscles are, how many followers you have on Instagram, how many likes you get, how you look, how many cars you drive. If you are spiritually weak, it will show, and you won't be able to hide it. You won't be able to hide it behind anything. It will show, family. It will show. And the more you try to cover it up, the more it will show. In fact, the more time you spend trying to cover up your weakness, the more of your own strength you will spend, and you will quickly wear yourself out trying to be someone and something that you are not in order to hide who you really are. Thinking that you have to hide those things to make yourself look better, thinking that those things you are trying to cover yourself up with will be a detriment to your life because no matter how strong you are, your strength alone won't be able to hold up. Because one thing that is clear, that we, at our strongest are still weak. Though we may be physically strong, we are weak compared to God. And when we don't realize that we are weak and we think more of ourselves than we actually are and we start to think that we can take on more and we can add the extra weight of pretending to be something that we are not. Our lows will get heavier and heavier and that will weigh us down and that will cause us to stumble as we try to move forward along our paths. We are prone to stumbling on our journeys, because we often try to take on more than we are capable of handling, take on things that are no benefit to us. So we are weighed down by things and people that don't help us grow and don't help us move forward. We are weighed down by those people that do more harm than good. We are weighed down by those things that we put a lot of effort into it that don't help us We are weighed down, and when you're weighed down, spiritually, you'll struggle as you try to move forward, just as if you were carrying a backpack that was too heavy. We must realize that sometimes we are the cause of our own struggles when we are doing the most. And when you start to do the most, you'll start to stumble We already live in a world where we are facing enemies on a daily basis. Every time we walk out the doors of our houses, we are facing enemies every single day. There is something trying to come against us. We face enemies consistently, enemies who try to take us out, enemies who are just waiting for us to stumble, to take advantage of us and try to make us fall. But FCBC, how many times, despite all that has come against you in your life, have you actually fallen? As many times as we should have fallen, we've only stumbled. As many times as we should have been done, we've only stumbled. As many people have given up on us and left us to dry, we've only stumbled. As many times as we place our faith in things that always let us down, we've only stumbled. We don't fall completely because God's hand is always there to catch us when we are falling. We do not fall completely, but we stumble. But we get so caught up and the things that we are carrying in our own perceived strength and the things that we are doing that we don't even notice that the stumbling never turns into a fall. As bad as things have gotten, you haven't fallen yet. As hard as things are, you haven't fallen Yet, as much as you wanted to give up and fall, God would not let you fall. Even when you thought you were alone in a place where family had left you and your friends had forsaken you, a place where life itself seemed to be pushing down on you, trying to get you to your knees. Here you stand today on two feet because God did not let you fall. Sometimes life seems so difficult for us as God's people that we are tempted to think that God is not with us. But yet, here we stand. On two feet. And that's, real, that's a real issue for us at some point, at some various points in our lives. And the doubt that we have when things are going bad can, can really cause us to doubt God. And that was the issue for Israel uh, at this time. Even as Isaiah brought a word uh, to, the, to the people from the Lord in verse 27, the idea uh, that God has forgotten about them is brought up. He says, why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord. In their heads, because of their current situation, God didn't see them. God didn't see their problems, and God didn't see their needs, and they didn't think that God cared about them anymore. But the real issue is that when God has moved so much in your life on so many occasions, you get a sense of something called entitlement. And the worst thing about people with a sense of entitlement is that they don't realize that they are entitled. They were entitled and thought that God had to answer to every single one of their problems and the issues that they had at their call. They said, my judgment is passed over from God. They had the idea that God had forgotten about them. And they had the idea that God, as God's people, had given given them certain privileges. And as his people, they had the right to those privileges whatever they wanted But now because they are in a bad situation that they don't like, they are saying God has forgotten about us and God has forgotten about the privileges that he has given us. Israel felt as if God was not with them. And we even to take and still feel like this at times. We too struggle with things. We struggle uh, during difficult trials and when those things happen and things aren't easy and things don't go the way we want them to go, we like to say that God has forgotten about me. God doesn't see me. God is ignoring me. Israel felt powerless. They had no strength. We can be the same today. All these years later, we stumble along our way, and when our weakness takes over, we like to let those difficult times and things cloud our mind. And when they do, they cause us to forget certain things. But then comes the wonderful message of the text, the wonderful message that those who look to the Lord, will have renewed strength. The message that God is the one we should turn to when we feel weak, when we see our weakness, when we know how bad things are, when we see that we are stumbling, the idea is not that we should keep looking to ourselves or looking to other people or looking at the material things. We should not just sit there and mope and do nothing about it in the darkness, but instead we should look to God for that renewed strength. Look to God who's the, who is the creator of all. And that's what God tells his people After they question him with their entitlement, my way is hid from the Lord. God answers them with these questions. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord of creation, the, the Lord of the heavens and earth, fainteth not and neither is weary. God is everlasting. Have you forgotten? That is God's response to the people. Have you forgotten that God is everlasting? God, the one who's cared for you, who's never changed the everlasting God that has everlasting love for his people, have you forgotten? And that can be the problem because the truth is that we do tend to forget who God is and what God has done in our lives just because of a bad situation that we might be in. We tend to forget all the times that God came through for us. We tend to forget all the times our weakness should have caused us to fail. We tend to forget all those times that we were stumbling so hard, so close to falling. We tend to forget all those times that God showed up and showed out in our lives right when we needed God to do so. All those times when my strength was diminished, but suddenly I felt a surge of energy that filled me up and gave me what I needed to press on, gave me what I needed to do, what I had to do in that moment. All those times where I was on the verge of collapsing and God showed up and showed out and reached his hand out to me and pulled me up and gave me the push that I needed forward. He never faints. He never grows weary. God doesn't get tired. Even in the creation story, on the seventh day, it says God rested, but it does not say that God was tired. God does not grow tired when creating things. God does not grow tired when he is sustaining those things. God is and God lasts. Look to God for that strength. He gives power. The text says he gives power to the faint and to those who may not have any might in themselves. God increases our strength. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. When we go into these hard times alone, when we go into these difficulties, when we go into these battles, we grow weary and tired and we let our weaknesses show in battle against our enemies or even against ourselves. But the truth is that we come to realize is that we cannot win by ourselves. Our strength alone will run out. When we need our strength renewed, we don't just need that physical strength. We need that spiritual strength renewed from God. When God gives us that strength, it says we mount up with the eagles, with the wings as eagles. When God gives us that strength, we are equipped to do things and to go to places that others cannot go and that others cannot even move about in. If you think about an eagle, just a, a beautiful, majestic creature, they, they lift in the air and fly so effortless, effortlessly. They fly at such high altitudes and and don't mix with other smaller birds such as sparrows and, and geese. And not many birds can fly at the height of eagles. And when other birds try to come up to eagles and try to bother them and pester them, maybe stealing food and such, the eagle knows that all it has to do is fly to a higher altitude. Because it know that the other birds aren't on its level. The other birds aren't built as the eagles are built. And the other birds can't survive at the height that the eagles fly at. So all they have to do is rise and use their strength to soar a little higher. So the next time you're feeling weak because of your own doubt, or the next time you're feeling weak because of the situation that you're in, or because of the people around you who have let you down, or the people around you who are purposely trying to keep you down, just remember that God is giving you the strength to soar like an eagle, equipping you to go to heights where they can survive, heights where you can be by yourself and do what you got to do, heights where all they can do is look up to you and be jealous with contempt because they know they cannot get to where you are. They cannot survive to where you are. Are, and they just have to look up to you and have to be sad in their moment. God is giving you the strength to press on and God is giving you the strength to get to the level that you did not even realize that you needed to be at. God is giving you strength to do things that you did not think you could do because of all those things that you perceived as being bad and all those things that you perceived as weaknesses. God is helping you to heights where others literally cannot get to you. But even though God will provide this strength, family, it is up to you to decide whether you're going to use it. It is up to you to decide whether or not you're going to move forward, up to you to decide whether or not you're going to continue to let your weaknesses control you, up to you to to let go of those things that you're holding on to, up to you to let go of those things that you think that you need, up to you to let go of all that extra baggage that you're carrying that is causing you to stumble along your way, up to you to admit that I am weak, and that's okay, because when I am weak, God is strong, and it's up to you to decide if you will wait on the Lord, because that's the only way. We are impatient, and we want things when we want them, family, not when they are presented to us. We want things when we want them, but sometimes we have to wait. Because if you get something too soon, you might not be able to handle what is presented to you, and you could drop the ball. But what you must know is that in those waiting moments is where growth can happen. In those waiting moments is where you can learn something more about yourself. In those waiting moments, there is a chance and there is space for a change to happen with you, to prepare you for what God has for you to prepare you for the strength that God is going to give you, to prepare you for where you need to go, to prepare you to go higher than you've gone before. Don't let people cause you to try to rush God. Don't let a bad situation make you feel like God has forgotten about you or that God hasn't answered you or that God has to answer you when you want God to answer. Because that ain't it. Wait on the Lord. What does what that old gospel song say? Y'all know it. God may not come when you want to, but God will be there right on time. And up to my knowledge, God has never been late. God has never missed an appointment. God has always shown up to provide us with strength that we need. So don't be pressed. Don't feel rushed. Wait. Be patient. Sit in the moment. Oftentimes, trying to rush through to where we want to go will cause us to miss things that God wants us to see. Rushing through things, missing things that are passing us by because we are rushing through them. Have some patience. Sit in that space. Sit in that area. Look around for things that God might want you to see. Because waiting on the Lord is the only way that God will renew your strength. And sitting and waiting is not such a bad idea when you know the victory is coming soon after. So, FCBC, wait on God, and God will renew your strength. Amen? Amen? Amen, amen, amen. FCBC, thank you for tuning into our worship experience today. We're so glad you are here. Hope that you were blessed by the whole thing. Just want to remind you once again, that the last empowering conversation will be this coming Thursday at 7 p.m. So once again, mark your calendars. You don't want to miss this. Amen? So won't you join me in a moment of prayer again? Gracious God, we are so astounded by all that you continue to do for us. God, we don't deserve it, but each and every day you continue to bless us, even when we are looking for some fault that you may have, even when we are doubting you, even when we are questioning you, you still continue to be there for us and you still continue to bless us. God, help us learn some patience. Help us learn that waiting is not so bad. Help us know that you will always be there even when it doesn't seem like it, even when darkness seems to surround us. Let us know that you will continue to be the light shining through the darkness and shining on us. Continue to let us know that when we are weak, we can always look to you for strength. And when we are weak, that is when you are moving. That is when you come in. That is when you show up. And let us know that when we feel weak, all is not lost. God, just continue just to work with us. Work with us, work through us. Continue to let us know where we can look for when we need our strength, where we need to look to where we need our strength, not in people, not in things, but to you, O oh God. God, we love you. And we are so grateful that you love us. Just continue to bless us, continue to look down upon us, continue to encourage us as we continue to move forward during this season. We're so grateful that you love us just ask that you keep doing what you do best. That's being God all by yourself. And we'll give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. So in your name we pray. We say amen. amen. Amen